Welcome to Recruiting Daily's Use Case Podcast, a show dedicated to the storytelling that happens or should happen when practitioners purchase technology. Each episode is designed to inspire new ways and ideas to make your business better as we speak with the brightest minds in recruitment and HR tech. That's what we do. Here's your host, William Tincup. Ladies and gentlemen, this is William Tincup, and you are listening to the Use Case Podcast. Today, we have Mark on from AirMeet, and we'll be learning about the business case, cost-benefit analysis, or use case for why his prospects and customers pick AirMeet. So let's do introductions first. Mark, would you uh, please introduce yourself and AirMeet? Of course. Thanks for having me on the show, William. Sure. It's a pleasure to be speaking with you today. Mark Killens, I'm the Chief Marketing Officer over at AirMeet. Um, AirMeet is the world's first ever event experience cloud. So that is a set of products that allow people to host amazing events, either in person, hybrid, uh, virtually, you know, online. Uh, so they bring together people. They get people to join together from anywhere in the world. And ultimately, if you're using it from a business standpoint, we're helping businesses grow revenue and increase customer loyalty through really deepening the connection um, you can have with your buyers, customers, your community. Uh, my background has always been marketing tech, if you will. I was at a company called Drift before Airmeet, a conversational intelligence AI type company, conversational marketing, if you will. And then before Drift, for eight and a half years, I was at HubSpot. So it's always been kind of MarTech for me. Oh, that's cool. Uh, I'm a recovering marketer myself, so uh, I understand and uh, and support your, especially HubSpot. Oh my God, just what a wonderful community and uh, an experience. Um, the the event experience cloud. One of the things I wanted to ask you about was with the hybrid events. Is is obviously people if you want to do a virtual event, doing something online. There's a couple options there. If you want to do something offline. Okay, there's options. There's obviously there's options. Conferences uh, that have been going on for hundreds of years, um, but but more and more I see people needing the you know they need they need people there. Like if they're doing a bid. In fact, I talked to um, UKG earlier today, and I can't attend their analyst uh, event uh, because I'm jury duty. Uh, oddly enough, um, but they have a virtual part of it that's all being recorded so I can watch it and listen to it later after jury duty, after I get dinged out of jury duty. Um, and, and then, and then you know, then I'll, then I'll fly out and I'll actually go to the conference conference part, the event part. What's, what's the, what's the, I mean, first of all, the, I just see that in my world. Your, your world is much different, much, much bigger outside of HR or work tech and things like that. So what are you seeing in terms of hybrid events and the, the need for, you know, either employees or candidates or, or however we, however we want to phrase it, but what's the, what's, what's, what do you see kind of coming from your customers? Sure. No, I mean, it's a good question because I think hybrid is a very confusing loaded term yes. and there might even be a myth around hybrid. So, <laughs> you know, is hybrid, is a hybrid event one event or is it two events? Right. So right. we can kind of unpack this maybe like, you know, there's hybrid with an in-person experience plus a live stream, but there's nothing else than that, right? It's just in-person and you're watching the content being presented on the stage. And then even with that, the question is, is the event host live streaming all of the sessions or is it just a select few sessions and right. you watch them on the end? Like, so there's that. There's 
in person with a digital online event that is more than a live stream, meaning there's maybe an MC, there's real networking, there's connections. And then I'd say, well, that might be considered more two events because at the end of the day, like an event comes down to the audience. So if you have two audiences, even though they're experiencing similar things, is it really just one event or is it two events? So there's like that debate. There's in-person event with an online event happening after the in-person event. And I would say that's probably not hybrid because that's not, you know, synchronous in the sense, but right. at the end of the day, if it's reusing similar content and whatnot, like it's, it's two events, but probably not hybrid. There's in-person event with on-demand experience, most likely definitely not hybrid, but some people could think of it as hybrid. Like, right. you know, it's a hybrid event. You know, I'm going to listen to it on demand, but it's not going to be exactly live streamed. There's an online event with different watch parties in different regions. This doesn't happen often. I think it's going to happen more and more over time though, but like you're doing an online event predominantly, but then in say three or four different locations around the globe, there's a small community of people watching the online content and engaging with each other in that small, uh, smaller location. Is that a hybrid event? Maybe. So dude, there's a lot to unpack when it comes to hybrid events. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting because a lot of the, uh, traditional conferences have worried uh and and i'm maybe rightfully so is uh if if everything's if we if we if we have the two events running simultaneously people won't show up they'll just mm-hmm. they'll 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 just they'll just want to come uh to the digital one because it's easier less costly etc and i've always I'm, i don't know i probably would have thought differently pre-covid but what i've seen post-covid is People want to. People want to be around people. It's crazy. I, I just came back from Vegas. Uh, we had HR Tech uh, earlier this month, and uh, and and it was outrageous because there was so many people there that in nineteen, so those people wouldn't have been there, and and it had nothing to do with virtual or, or digital versus or otherwise. It was just people. There's a pin up demand of I want to get out of the house, so I don't. You know, I think I think creating a great experience, whomever you're creating it for, again, for your customers or for your employees or, or partners, whatever the event is for, it's it's like, what do they want? What do they need? And I think I think that's one of the things I love about AirMeet is you all have the flexibility of meeting them wherever they are. It's like, well, what what suits you know, your audience at this particular moment? Exactly right. We call it attendee first. We have purposely Ah, built the event experience cloud with the attendee at the center of all of your events. So you can make sure that you are able to connect that attendee to your brand, your company. You're able to connect the attendee to the content and speakers. You're able to have the attendee connect with one one another and each other. And you're able to connect the attendee to different partners or sponsors of the event. So ultimately events are all about attendees. And that's also how we have done our pricing. We've, we've made our pricing. So instead of it being registration based, uh, which is what most event tech and webinar tech is, it's about, no, we're only going to charge you for the most important uh, thing that you care about your attendees. And that's where the real value lies. Like you can have unlimited registrations with AirMeet, but we'll only, you know, you know, say to you, hey, you know, in case you go over the limit of your plan with the number of attendees you can have per event, we might charge you a bit more. But that's the final thing I see that's different about us and, and, and other competitors is we give people the ability to host unlimited amount of events, depending on which plan you 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 give or you get every year. So every, every plan comes with unlimited events. It just is a difference of number of attendees per event. And I think that's the other thing that a lot of, you know, people don't offer up to, to, to customers these days. They, they say, well, if you're hosting more events, it's going to cost you more, but like, 
No, we want people to join together. We want people to to grow together during these shared experiences. So we're trying to make it really easy for people to host events and have attendees leave the event and say, "Wow, that was that was well worth my time." And and I I want to I want to really check out that brand or be more involved in that community, whatever that might be. So so this is on a, kind of not emerging category. Obviously, we had what you mentioned webinar tech. Um, pre-COVID, there you know there was obviously some some dominant players out there, but I've never really thought of them as event. It's interesting that that you 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 bifurcated event and webinar tech, and in my mind that made sense to me because I'd always thought of webinar tech as okay, yeah, okay. There's this class of of uh, of tech over here, and then there's this kind of a newer. Uh, group of folks, if you will, uh, with Airmeet, that more it's it's more than just one bespoke like a webinar. Okay, we do one on Tuesday. It's an hour. It's a bid. Okay, we do a webinar every month. Okay, that's again that's a bid. That's a plan. I get it. And those are events. Yep, fair, cool, but not like the way that you've described. Even when we got into hybrid, you you went through like nineteen different variations of of actual events. Um, who do you who do y'all get compared to most frequently? Like who are you? Like if somebody mentions their name, they're also mentioning you or or otherwise. Yeah, I mean we we definitely have a, a competition. So for us, you know, we can host all these different types of events, different use cases, internal events, external events. We can help you consolidate your webinar tech, your event tech, maybe even Zoom, for example, if you, if you're a smaller business, because we offer up the ability to do meetings, group meetings, large oh, group cool. meetings, up to 300 people. Um, so it, we, we kind of play in a lot of spots, but the, the classic set of competitors would be like on 24 hop in, um, you know, who below uh, we start to bump it a little bit into like C vent and whatnot yeah, yeah. Um, a little bit, but like, it's really the core, I would call them like more like legacy players in this space. Yeah. And then some yeah. up and coming players that have kind of emerged before, right during the pandemic. So our audience would be most uh, most probably experienced with Hopin, for whatever reason. Recruiting and HR um, communities have both used a lot of a, a lot of Hopin, and in fact, Recruiting Daily for its virtual events through through COVID, we've used Hopin. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, like our last uh, event, we had six thousand people register for the event. So not a large event, but but uh, but but. The audience would be used to that. What's and and then this is you know, I, I'm not asking a bunch of competitive questions because I, I my 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 interest here is more what's different because I know there's differences because I've I've obviously looked into uh, Airmeet I know they are different but for the audience's sake and edification where what's different between where do y'all where do y'all are superior to Hopin. Yeah, happy to answer that question. So we have four products that make up the event experience cloud. We have Air Studio, AX360, Attendee Experience 360, if you will, Air Control, and Air Intel. And each product is built specifically to help you with one of the core functions of an event. Um, so you know, Air Studio is all about creating stunning event experiences. AX360 is all about deepening and creating really great engagement during that event. We have Air Control helping you do the event management piece. Uh, making it more seamless and easy. And then Air Intel is all about like the data, the analytics, the signals of of intent of your attendees and even registrations. And how do you personalize the event using that Intel as well? So we believe that every event 
we'll probably need some set of features from those four products. So even our free plan comes with some subset of those, those products in terms of feature, uh, you know, depthness. Uh, obviously, enterprise has all of them. But getting into the specifics that make us different is really around like AX360, Air Studio, and a little bit of Air Intel. And we are the company that's all about, like our highest level mission is joining people together. Like right. how do we help people meaning, meaningfully connect from anywhere in the world? That's almost our vision. That is our vision, if you will. That, that literally is our vision statement. And we want to do that through shared experiences. So when you come into an online event with Aramit, we're trying to offer up different ways for the uh, host of the event to facilitate, to get people to engage, not just listen to content, but truly make a connection, make an introduction, meet people, meet the speaker, do all these different things. We offer up 20 plus ways to do that with AX360. We offer up very interesting new ways to create stunning event experiences through using Air Studio 3D. I wouldn't, it's definitely not metaverse by any means, but we have some very interesting kind of three-dimensional ways to present the stage, present the virtual uh, stage, present the virtual rooms that are very different than our competition. Again, it's all about like what you remember, that first impression, that wow moment. You know, we really offer a, a next level of that branding experience. We also offer really great integrations with all these different major solutions and we offer attendee segmentation. So you can segment attendees down into different lists and build different experiences for different attendees based off those attendee segments. And we're just offering more and more in the form of personalization, both pre, during, and post-event, which most of our competitors don't do as well. So we always build with this idea of, like I, like I said, attendee first. And how are we trying to make our products and overall suite and platform be more for the host and their attendees and, and less about like, hey, how do I create, a, you know, a great event that you know gets a lot of sponsorship dollars or get a lot of registration. Yeah, we want to help you drive a lot of registration, of course, but we want people to attend the event, number one, and engage and come back to one of your next events. Like the ultimate metric for event leaders is really, or just marketers overall, no matter if you're doing recruiting events, internal events, whatever it might be, is does that person or would that person recommend attending one of your events again or down the road and would they come back to one of your events that's ultimately i think the truest test love it so first question or one question uh, that i have is is uh how have you seen or or if you haven't seen it yet how would you like for it to be seen uh, or used in terms of how companies engage and create things for their employees Oh, we see a huge use cases here. So one of our biggest customers on this front is Comcast. Oh, they cool. have standardized all of their major events using AirMeet. They use AirMeet across their 189,000 employees. And they use it all about getting more engagement between their employees. And they found is people that attend AirMeet events versus Zoom hosted events are enjoying the experience more, are more engaged during the event. And overall, those events that they do with AirMeet lead to higher employee satisfaction, better employee net promoter scores. Um, so they're they're literally now standardizing all of their major events across their business uh, using um, using Airbnb. It, it's an incredible partnership we have with Comcast. Another one would be HP. HP is using us to do all of their enterprise global sales enablement. So a lot of uh, our event use cases when it comes to you know teams is around learning development, training, mentorship, networking, role playing, coaching, and being able to you know do that in a more immersive way with better data after the event, integrating that with you know, maybe some other employee systems that you have are all things possible with Aramete. Um, you know, SAP is doing something similar with Aramete. Um, 
it's interesting. We have a lot of like Fortune, you know, 500, 1,000 customers that use us right now a little bit more on the internal side. We have over 6,500 customers. A lot of them use us more for the external like type marketing events or sales events. But more and more, like we're seeing companies kind of bring this together. Like Comcast is now exploring doing more external events with us, you know, because they realize that, you know, it's a great experience, but we can consolidate and create consistent experiences across the brand using Airmeet. So it's really they, like they... the possibilities are kind of endless, but uh, you know, we have, we have one company, for example, I'm trying to remember their name now. They're using us to do hiring fairs. So they basically use us to, um, I think it's once a quarter or twice a year, they use Airmeet. I'm looking this up right now to see which company it is to get potential employees, people that are interested in joining, whatever, during one of these events, they have networking tables during the event. Uh, they, they, they engage throughout the event. They have keynote, keynote speakers. They have their, their, their C-level people sometimes speak at the event and it's, it's just gone so well for them. This is actually Kaiser Permente is doing this. I know that. And then, um, uh, I think it's uh, Marvel Technology. Marvel Technology is also doing this. Uh, they did a huge job fair with Airbeat. So it's very interesting. So I was going to ask you, uh, and I'm, well, I want to get back to the recruiting events because that was going to be the next line of thought. But the external events part, for the audience's sake, uh, because I think they, they, they get the Airbeat, Air especially through the four products, I think they get the all the digital part. But the external event, what? give us an example of, uh, we don't you have to use customer names or anything, but just give us an example of like what an external event would look like. An external event would be, you know, more of like, it could be tied to like a product launch. It could be tied to, you know, a big theme, like a new messaging campaign you're putting into the market. It could be a very topical thing. There's different like levels, right? Like of how big or small that event could be. But at the end of the day, a great event, no matter if it's 30 minutes, 60 minutes, three hours, multi-day is all about like kind of telling a story. And that story could be short. It could be long and very in-depth, especially if you're doing a five-day uh, virtual type event. Um, we have a, a customer that's named Partner Hacker, just partnerhacker.com. It's a media site. And they're doing a five-day B2B event uh, in November um, of 2022. And each day, it's a different audience. One day is product, one day is marketing, one day is sales, one day is customer success. One day, I think, is like operations. And they're literally you know, telling this, this overarching story around product-led growth and, and how important that is. But they're doing it from five different like, kind of audience perspectives um, using Airmeet. Uh, so that's a great an event that's about brand awareness, community activation, community engagement. And then you have other events that are more like you know, closing events that are about getting prospects and customers together you know, in a shared experience. It might be 30, 40 people, inviting them to an in-person event or online event, making it about the experience sending them something that they can all do together if they're at home or you know online if they're in person doing it something that's a little bit different than in my opinion a dinner and making it more about how do we get them to engage and interact with with each other that's outside of like a table format uh but again that's more of like a you know a closing event if you will that's more external facing so the, the the beautiful thing about events is they act as a center of gravity for the business. And so much can come from an event. You can create content from that event. You can do follow-up from that event. You can build up build upon the uh, folks that attended the event and learn about what they were interested in during that event. And, and you do more curated follow-up. So I think, I think events are about to just completely explode over the next five, 10 years because so much data is now being um, able to be captured because of event technology. 
So you, you, you dabbled into the career fair and uh, the recruiting thing, which is where I wanted to, to ask you around like campus hiring and things like that. And again, maybe Airmeet might not be doing as much of that stuff yet, but I can see the use case for why companies like AT&T and larger companies would use Airmeet to do all their, you know, campus recruiting and things like that. So, you know, what do you see right now? Because you already mentioned the career fair side, but what do you see? Kind of where would you like to grow that? Yeah, we have a good amount of customers using us, like educational, you know, institutions, schools mm-hmm. using us for that exact purpose. A lot of it is like admissions, but also alumni. And then, oh, interesting. Like, yeah, it's like it's like getting the students to engage pre signing up to say yes, I'm you know, I'm coming to your school, I'm accepted, I'm going to do it. Some of it's going to be after the fact, um, but really, it's about. The great events, like we talked about, focus on the audience and the attendees, but they also really articulate well up front, what is the goal for the attendee and what is the goal for the organization that's hosting the that particular event at that time and like the journey of, say, uh, you know, the, the college experience. So the more crisp you can get about those two things, the attendees outcome and benefit and, and your outcome and benefit as the organization the more you can align the two things together. So if you're trying to get someone to uh, you know, hopefully become a, a student of your college or university, or let's use the other example, hopefully get a job, then you really have like three things at play, right? You're trying to become like the broker of the students and these businesses. And then there's the, the institution, right? The, the school. So how can you design an event that really showcases the students themselves, because they have to sell themselves, but then also the businesses are trying to sell themselves to the student, right, as well, right? So with Airmeet, you can create these different virtual um, rooms. So each business could have their own virtual room where students go in, check out that business, talk to people, see a live presentation, see a video, do the networking, and then move to the next virtual room and check out the next business, right? So there's just so many ways you can create an actual physical experience inside of a virtual experience using Airmeet. So, okay, so let's move to a uh, buy side just for a second. Um, if you could just plant kind of questions for people that are buying event experience software, what, what questions would you love for them to be asking you? Oh, questions. Um, show me the experience. Like, show mm. me this. Because I, I think it's easy for us to kind of like, you know, talk about it. And like, right. but like the best thing to do is like show it to me. So I say, well, here's a great video. We're going to be doing a lot more video uh, at Airmeet to really show off these amazing events that our customers create. Uh, but then it's also attend, like show me and attend. Right. Um, so like that's one thing. Questions though, when it comes to like, when you, when you, when you ask this question, is it about like features or like, I guess, can you clarify a bit, like dive a little bit deeper into what you mean? I love that. That's such a great question. Such a, uh, basic question, but you know what I mean? Like, it's like, no, you know what? Just, uh, we can show you the software. We can show you, we can, we can show you videos and all that stuff. Why don't you just attend an event? Like, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's not going to be on a topic that you care about, but just now go and be an attendee and go wander around a little bit and then let us show you the software. I love that. When Pretty you, much. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> when you, on the occasion, when you, uh, show folks, the uh, air meet for the first time yourself, What's your favorite part of, I say the demo, but what's your favorite part of showing people Airmeet? Showing them the use cases and how they can bring those use cases to life. Um, so you might have people that really care about like how it looks and feels. Great. Let me show you how to do that with Air Studio. You might have people that really show, that, that care about the engagement and networking. And most of the time, people care about you know two or three key things. 
Let me create a custom demo to show you how that will work for your audience. And then let me really show you and talk about event-led growth. Let me open up your eyes to this idea of using events as this strategic imperative across your organization to help you grow your school, your, your business, whatever it might be. And that's all about opening up their eyes to all of these potential use cases that they could use in-person or online events for, right? And like, that's, that's the biggest thing. Like, how do you actually, how do you actually use events in a way that help you grow your business? Not think of it as a one-off thing, but as a, as a, as a, as a real strategic imperative. I love it. Last question. And you can use brand names or not use brand names and company names. It doesn't really matter, but your favorite or maybe even your most recent favorite customer story. My recent, most recent favorite customer story. Um, that's a tough one. There's so many good customer stories. I love the Comcast example that I gave. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, the example I, I got to flash to this one again. That's happening in a few weeks. You might it might have already happened, but this Partner Hacker five day multi day event that was amazing. We did an event two weeks ago with this with this um, company called RevOps Squared, and it was a, an event for really like a finance audience with some marketers as well. It was about 2,500 attendees, um, and their whole thing was like, how do we educate the audience using like world-class speakers. They had some amazing speakers at this event. And what that event made them do and realize, and, and the, the person who um, headed up the whole effort, his name is Ray. He and I actually spoke yesterday. Uh, and, and he's like, that made me realize that we could use events as a core part of how we uh, grow our business, which is exactly like event-led growth, right? Like they never really had done events at that scale there are customers and attendees that were at that event saying, Hey, can you do like deeper dive versions of these like once a month or once a quarter? And it, it was just such a great event and, and people love the experience for the most part. And that event not only like, you know, made him realize this is like a thing that they need to be doing more of, but it also built, helped them build that real, real direct connection with that audience and their brand um, you know, so that's one example. I'll, I'll share one more because I, I'm advising a few early stage companies and I suggested this really, really early stage company, like, you know, seed stage company, small, small company. Hey, why don't you do an event? I'm like, Hey, just use zoom, right? You don't need air mirror and I use zoom and do this panel type event. It's an, like an AMA type event with three people, uh, a host, two speakers, make it about this theme, you know, do the, the right event planning, if you will. It's an hour long event, right? Small, but engaging. And I bet you can get like 200 plus people to sign up and I get you, I bet you can get a 50% to show up. And sure enough, they exceeded both of those goals. And now, now they're like, and they're going to reuse that content from that event, by the way, they're going to take all the transcriptions and videos and chop it up and reuse it, act it as that center of gravity. Right. And now they're going to be doing at least a couple of events a quarter. So it's just, those types of stories are the the best ones for me where they see the light and they, they, and they just keep using events as a way to grow the business and grow the community. Mark drops, Mike walks off stage. Thank you so much for your time, uh, Mark. This has been absolutely wonderful. Yeah, thank you for having me. It was a really great conversation. Appreciate it. And uh, yeah, if you have any questions, check out airmeet.com. And and William, thanks again. Absolutely. And thanks for everyone listening to the Use Case Podcast. Until next time. You've been listening to Recruiting Daily's Use Case Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite platform and hit us up at recruitingdaily.com.